If you're in a time of transition and looking for clarity and direction, then my friend, this episode is for you. Welcome to the Created to Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Lori K. Snyder. In this podcast, we give you tools and insights to help you thrive during every season of life so you're not just surviving or going through the motions. And today specifically, we're talking about how to navigate change and transition well into your new season or in a time of uncertainty. And this is one topic that I specialize in. Now, as this new school year is beginning, many of us find ourselves facing transitions that can seem unsettling, especially if you're sending your child, your first child, off to college. Or maybe you're becoming an empty nester because now all your kids are off to college and they're out of the house. It's a time of mixed emotions and we can be feeling uncertain about what our next steps should be. You know, my guys just turned, my twin boys just turned 21 this week and they're juniors in college. And so I'm myself am facing another transition into this new season, but I am excited and I want to help you. I want to walk alongside you to guide you through these transitions and to give you strategies so you're not left swirling and wondering, how do I even get through this? So whether you're adjusting to new schools, changing jobs, relocating to a new city or state, or simply finding yourself in a pause. I wanna share some wisdom and insights that will provide you with practical tools and a fresh perspective on navigating change. And I also have a free download for you to help you go deeper into these steps to have successful transitions. So when you're done with this, listening to this, go to lauriksnyder.com forward slash resources, and I'll have a free download for you for actionable steps to help you grow. All right. So today's episode, though, is titled Navigating Change and Life Transitions, Insights and Tools to Trust God to Thrive. And I'm actually sharing a portion of when I was a guest on my good friends, Dr. Kathy and Tim Tagg's former podcast called Faith and Family Frontier. Now, this was recorded a year and a half ago on their podcast. And since Kathy Tagg was just on my episode number 100, where we talked about birthing hope, I thought this would be a great follow up, especially with the condition of, or the season of time that we're in moving from summer into fall. And so I want to give you hope as well as actionable tools. And I also want to announce the winner of Dr. Kathy's book called Birthright, which is listener Kelly Cole of Colorado. So woohoo! Congratulations, Kelly. And I'll be sending you that book this week. I also want to thank all of you as being loyal listeners to this podcast and sharing it with your friends and family. And also for reaching out to me to let me know how this podcast has been impactful for you. It really does make a huge difference when you share your feedback with me. And so, because I'll tell you, there's been times where I've thought about quitting. (laughs) I don't have all this figured out and it is a step by faith process. So step by step by step. So I only share with you the processes of what I'm going through. Um, I might be a little ahead on my journey than where you are, or maybe you're farther ahead than I'm at right now, but we're all growing 
in this process. And so I want to thank you personally for your encouragement, your love, and for sharing this podcast. It does make a huge difference. So let's dive deep into the process of trusting God and walking by faith. Get ready to be inspired, encouraged, and equipped to embrace this next chapter of your life with confidence and purpose because you're created to thrive. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to the Faith and Family Frontier podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kathy Tagg, along with my husband, the trailblazer, Dr. Tim Tagg. And today, our episode is going to be all about transition, God's next assignment for your life. A lot of people are in a time of transition right now, whether they are changing jobs, relocating to a different city or state, or even finding themselves in a pause where they are like, hmm, what they're doing is coming to an end, but they're not really sure about their next steps. So are you in a transition? Are you changing jobs? Are you in a relocation, moving somewhere else? Or are you in a pause mode, not really sure what to do next? Well, today's guest has been in all three of these situations multiple times in her life. And today, she is here to share some of her wisdom with our listeners who are finding themselves in these situations. Yeah, right next to me and our our uh, our wonderful person we're interviewing, the daughters of the Almighty. <laughs> there we that, go. That's how, that's how I see you ladies. You ladies are just <laughs> you, you ladies are just when the 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 perfect description of women of the Lord. I just wanted to throw that in there because because that's because that's what I do. Thank you. (laughs) So our very dear friend Lori Snyder is here with us today. She loves Jesus, is a wife and a mother of twin boys. She is a Karis Bible College graduate, and she ministers to ladies wanting to go deeper in the things of God through her ministry, Snyder Ministries. Lori, thank you so much for joining us, and welcome to the Faith and Family Frontier. Oh, thank you. I'm so honored and excited to be here, so thank you. Ah, Well, you have lots of pearls of wisdom to share with our listeners. Mm, So, yes. Thank you. So why don't you Mm. give us a little bit of background um, about the experiences you've had with change and transition? Uh, yeah, so uh, change has been, besides the Lord, change has been one constant in my life, that is for sure, and I've had to learn how to roll with it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always say that good thing I'm flexible, so I don't get bent out of shape, so um, <laughs> so I just love you guys, and I just thank you so much. I have moved uh, 24 times in the last 32 years, and I've lived in six different states multiple times. Um, in fact, I've, I lived in you know Michigan, where you are from. I've lived there four separate times. And um, so I'm glad to now be in Florida, although I still have a heart for Michigan. I traded my snow boots in for flip-flops and there's no going back. <laughs> I'll tell you what, right now it is so cold here. That's a good choice because it's snowing <laughs> out right now and it's like four degrees. It's yeah, so true. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So moving has been, you know, people have said I'm, I'm a moving expert. Um, I've also owned eight homes in which we've either personally physically built or remodeled. And so I really know a lot about that transition or transformation process. And I also was a kitchen designer and a renovation coach. So regardless of, um, you know, what you're doing, there's always going to be transition in our life. But for me, 
moving became a way of life for me. And in the early days, you know, I've been married for 29 years and we, you know, that's been a big constant is moving. And in the early years, it was always related to my husband's career, uh, climbing the corporate ladder. He's in sales. He's not in military because I get asked that all the time, Dr. Tim, if we're in the military, (laughs) we're not in the military, we're in sales, but, um, (laughs) But really, the the that all prepared us for the the ladder moves, which have really been very much God directed. And the biggest move that we have faced, and probably our most adventurous, where was in 2011, when my husband he was an executive in the home building industry in, in a career there, and he just had this desire that he felt God was calling him to go to Bible college, and that he could not work while doing it. He had to immerse himself, and it wasn't to go into ministry. It was strictly his desire was to know God intimately and to be the man that God created him to be. And he just really was in that position. And I desired that, too. But in the natural, I'm thinking, how would that work? Because I would have to go back to work. I was a stay-at-home mom. We have twins. And, you know, that's that wrestling match that you're going to go through of we're to walk by faith and not by sight. But how that's a process of growing in maturity and having time and having experiences. So the earlier moves prepared us for the big move. That was like in Genesis 12, when God tells Abraham, go to the land, I'm going to show you. And he had to separate himself and not lean on his own understanding and not even know why or where or how and all of that. So that's really what it was when, when my husband left his career to, for us to go to Bible college and God made it very clear it was for both of us. And so we did not work for two years. And again, we didn't do it to go into ministry. We just did it to know the word of God, to know God intimately and who he created to be and have the life he desired for us. You know, life, John 10, 10, life in abundance. What does that look like? So that's what we did. And really that was a huge catapult in our faith. And, um, and so that's where it really, you know, started to, um, drive home the whole fact of how do you walk out in faith and how do you transition well because it's a process that we all have to go oh, through regardless sure. if it's a move relationships right seasons of life and so forth so yeah. and I remember yeah. you know we were like you said you've been in Michigan four times so we were yeah. able to witness that part of when you left and also right. when you came back and to yeah. see the godly transformation. I mean, you guys were great people even before, but just to see the maturity level and uh, the way you did life when you came back, it was just such an inspiration to those around you. And you could tell that the people around you were so attracted to you both that they wanted to have what you had. Mm -hmm. And that was a result of going deeper in the Lord. It's the power. You know, when you understand yeah. and believe in the power, it's it, it's a it's a brand new story in our life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We literally had heaven on earth. We experienced heaven on earth in yeah. so many ways and saw signs and wonders and miracles. And we were not planning on moving back to Grand Rapids, but um, there was just something that happened, not just in my husband and myself, but also in our boys, because we're a family unit, that that desire to stay. And we loved Colorado. My boys were born in Denver. And when we were in Colorado Springs, we'd always wanted to live in Colorado Springs. But all of a sudden, when that season had ended, God started preparing our hearts and that grace lifted for us to stay there. 
And so that began a whole transition of, okay, we felt called back to Grand Rapids, not knowing why, because we actually tried to live in Florida at the time. <laughs> Our heart's <laughs> desire really was to live in Florida and it just wasn't timing. We had to go back and we didn't know. Now I know why we had to mature even more. See, we didn't grow up in the church. We grew up heathen. So we had to learn a lot of different things of what we had just been given in that two years of immersing ourselves in that time in the word of God and with like-minded believers and transformation happening. Like you said, the fruit that you got to see when we moved back. But then it was like, how do we navigate this? And you almost felt like we felt like the disciples after Jesus had departed. Like, what do we do now? Like, (laughs) and so, you know, so we had, there was a time where we had to walk that out. And then finally, you know, God's so good and um, went before us. And we bought a house in 2019 in Florida, not thinking we were going to live here permanently. But again, God putting that desire in our heart and leading us going out in front of us. And we were just thought it was going to be an investment home that we would, you know, be snowbirds once our boys graduated from college. And then obviously COVID hit and everything changed. And suddenly the grace lifted for us to stay in Michigan and we're in Florida now. And it's, yeah, God's so good. So it's mm. truly, it's awesome. So, yeah, yeah. Well, Lori, what would you recommend for those who have never had to make a significant move in their life? Yeah, well, first of all, it's, you're going to be fearful no matter what, because your flesh is not going to, is, your flesh is going to want to try and control your five, you're, you're going to be dominated by your five senses, what you can see, taste, touch, hear, and smell. And you're going to want to lean on your own understanding. Like I said, when we, we bought the house in Florida, it didn't make sense yet because we were still in Michigan and we didn't, you know, we, we had a couple of years, we had two years before our boys were going to graduate high school. So it didn't make sense but there was a desire there. And, um, you know, we were taught uh, by one of our our dear friends in Bible college that you're going to be pregnant with something and what makes your baby leap. And so (laughs) that passion, you know, so I always say Psalm 37, four, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. He will actually change your desires to line up with his plans and purposes for you. And his purpose is first and foremost to have an intimate relationship with him. Wow. And transition so, in and of itself. Like if you're talking about birthing and being pregnant, transition correct. is one of the most difficult times oh, yeah. <laughs> of your labor it because it's yeah. the point where you realize you can't go back. <laughs> like this, the, you can't go back. This baby's right. coming out. And so, but there's a little bit of travail Um, left to do. And there's a little bit of surrender as well, because you have to surrender to the process in order for things to follow through. Yes, very much so. And, you know, I was in labor for 21 hours with my twins and, you know, you just want it to be done. And so there's a process. So I'll just share some things that I've learned. Um, And again, the word of God is my foundation. It is where I go to as, um, for my, these are principles and not formulas. See, the problem is people go, give me the steps to do God, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Well, that's not faith. And that's not how any relationship works, right? In marriage, (laughs) we don't live that way. (laughs) You know, I know, you know, Dr. Tim, you're awesome, but Kathy doesn't, 
get blessed by you saying, do this, do that, do this, do this. It's that relationship. It's that time of discussion and discovery and walking out that process together. Um, I use Joshua 1 as just a really great biblical principle of transitioning. You know, transition means the word trans means to cross. So it really becomes a mindset of opportunity of growth to step into something new and become and have all that God has for you. Because, you know, it says that we're transitioning from one degree of glory. You know, we go from faith to faith, grace to grace, strength to strength, glory to glory. So it's going into that next goodness of the Lord. And you have to partner with God to do this. So this is where Joshua 1 comes in. And the principle is it's time. There's a season where all that preparation, you know, Joshua was Moses's servant and now Moses is now dead. And so now it's time to go and fulfill what God promised that they would go take that promised land, but they had to cross over the Jordan. So they had to transition through. And so first of all, I would say to the person that is, is going through this and maybe has never done it before, identify what that transition is. Taking that time to journal. And I, anytime you say journal, people can go, ooh, I like it or I don't like it. But especially with women, we have to process by talking or men are more analytical. Again, these are generals. And so by writing it down, you get it out of you onto paper so you can have a better perspective. Yes, it even puts um, it in front of your eyes to give you a vision. Maybe if you exactly. don't see a vision like with a picture in your head, you can see the words on the paper. Correct. Yeah. Or I've even drawn out what I see. Sure. God gives me word pictures. So if I can kind of sketch it, and I'm not an artist and you know a drawer like that anyway, but that just helps get it out of you. And I list the uncomfortable aspects of that transition. So whether it is a move or let's just say like right now, I'm in a transition of being an empty nesters. My twin um, boys are freshmen in college and I've been a stay at home mom. I gave up my career to be a stay at home mom. And that has been my way of living. Although I've been involved with, you know, the ministry as well as, you know, renovation coach, coaching and so forth. I still, my main job was being their mom and running sure. the household. Well, now they're not here, although they keep coming back and forth because <laughs> they're only two <laughs> hours away, which is great. But it's now of, okay, now what's next? Because that job is now so much you know, completed as, as it was, even though we're always a parent. And now it's a different way of parenting because sure. they're not under my household and we have a whole nother level. So it's a matter of identifying what's uncomfortable about this where's my identity in where I'm living or who I'm associated with? You know, we can go through transition in relationships. There's times where people that have been in our life, God is transitioning us to not have them so much as a prime person in our life per se, or just a different relational aspect. So what is that? Um, and then inquire of the Lord things that are confusing to you. I just don't understand why, what's going on. Why am I feeling this way? I don't like to ask why questions. Sure. Um, I ask what questions, what do I need to know? Help me understand. You know, it says that we're to the entrance of the word brings light and understanding and gives, um, gives it to the simple. So 
I'm a simple person. So I'll just say, Lord, show me, what do I need to know? What right. do I need to Be see? And what are you preparing me for? Foundational questions right? that need to have an answer. Yep. And then I also identify the risks involved because there will be risks. Sure. When we went to Bible school, there was a big risk of people saying, what are you doing? Why are you giving up an executive career to go to Bible school when you're not even going into ministry? It did not make logical sense. So there was risk being looking foolish, people not understanding, and how do I explain what this passion, what this drive, what this desire is, because people just don't really understand it. But God didn't give that to them. They gave it to you. That's so right. they're not going to understand it. Right. So do whenever you see what I'm saying? Yes. And whenever you say yes to something, you say no to something else. Yes. And there's yeah. no two ways about it. You can't, <laughs> if we're going right. to Bible college, then we can't do that effectively if we're still in the marketplace. So this is why I was talking about that transition mindset. It's an opportunity for growth that you're stepping into something new. But the key is you're stepping into a whole different relationship with the Lord because to know him, to, you know, if you really want to boil down faith, it's simply believing and trusting God no matter what, no matter how you feel or what you think. It's believing him that he is so for you that you are his daughter, you're his son. He only has good things for you. And he has this prepared for you in advance, but it's going to take that trusting. So believing and trusting him, but you have to know him Amen. intimately yep. in Don't order pursue. to trust him because you won't trust someone you don't know. Right. So you have to understand his character and his nature and that this is, and you have to be willing to follow yes. his leading. So Jesus re- said, follow him. He, he did. Understand him. That's right. <laughs> I like that. He said, follow him. Don't <laughs> understand him. Well, it reminds me of like what you pointed out, Ephesians 3.20. And yeah. to actually be able to hear him, that's what we're going to talk about when we come back. But I'm going to leave us with Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. This episode is sponsored by Dr. Kathy's new book called Birthright, Discovering God's Best for Your Birth Experience. If you are either wanting to get pregnant, are expecting, or know someone who is, then go to tagteam.com, that's T-A-I-G-T-E-A-M.com, to get your copy of Dr. Kathy's book today, as well as grab a few others to give away as gifts. Dr. Kathy shares her journey of overcoming many years of infertility and miscarriage, as well as helping countless women be empowered to give their baby the best birthing experience. So go today to tagteam.com. Welcome back, everyone. So we were talking about uh, how we can hear the Lord better, or that's where we wanted to go in this next segment. And so trust in God. Do what he tells you and all will be well. Lori, what would you say to someone who is not confident that they are able to hear solid direction from the Lord? Nothing happens, first of all, until you're willing to step out in faith. So you've got to want to hear his voice. But it's important that you know you were created to hear his voice. And you Mm -hmm. hear him better than you realize. And this is one of the questions that I get a lot or people doubting that they're even hearing God. 
And so a key that I have found is tune into love. What does love sound like? Just like you have to tune in, like in the old days, <laughs> we had radios that we would have to tune in to a frequency. Well, God's frequency is love. Mm. And so if we tune into love, we're hearing him. Uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so we're going to get into his word so we know what his voice and character sound like and that Faith is going to rise up by getting in the word of God and by seeking him first. And then all these other things are added to us. So those two things right there is one, no, you were created. You know, Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. So I hear his voice. So, um, you know, recently I just started, this is way off topic, but I just started golfing again. And so I hadn't picked up a club in over 13 years. So when I went to get a putting lesson, The first thing the instructor said is, you already know what to do. And you've got to see yourself putting that in the hole and going in. Because if you don't see yourself putting that in the hole, you're going to miss. Likewise, if we don't think we can hear God's voice, we're going to doubt. We're going to be off already. We're missing the mark already. Right. You can't be double-minded about it. You can't. And so that's where you just have to, by faith, to say, thank you, Lord, I was created to hear your voice. And I'm going to get into your word to hear your voice, because not only do I read it, it will actually speak back to me. We'll get that rhema word where all of a sudden scripture will come alive and kind of jump out at you and like, oh, my goodness, I've never seen it that way or read it that way before. So it's getting in God's word is the primary way. And then second is prayer. And prayer is simply a dialogue, you know, just like Kathy, you and Dr. Kathy, you and Tim have this dialogue, right? And you're talking about things and and asking questions. So it's asking, seeking, knocking. God is so faithful. And he says in James 1, 5, that if we need wisdom, ask him. Ask him. He gives it to us. So I do, again, going back to the journal, I ask a lot of questions and then I write down those answers. But again, I try to do the uh, what do I need to know or how do I go about it um, versus why? Because Right, right. Because we don't always get to know why because God is so much bigger than us. And yeah. (laughs) God had said one time, he said, Lori, if you give me the what... I'll show you the how. Hmm. But a lot of times we want the whole plan. We want the whole thing laid up before we're going to take a step of faith. But that's not how it works. It's right. a step. You know, when going back to Joshua, God said, you're going to cross over the River Jordan. And it was at flood stage. But it wasn't until he took a step into the water that it parted for them to go forth hmm. and move over. So faith is going to take a, a step. Yeah, so that's like- that prayer. Yeah, it's like stepping into the supernatural. I mean, it's, I think we're, again, it's like we need to get our minds out of the way and take that step of faith because supernatural things will happen like that. Yep. Yep. And then going just back to a simple step of asking God in your journal, what is it I need to know about this situation? And then I ask, God, where are you in this? How do I see you in this situation? Yes, and because, some and sometimes we think, you know, our perception is a big deal. And if we're asking, God, where are you in the situation? Maybe he can correct some things that we thought we saw, but 
but it's really not that way at all. Right. Right. And you're going to look for patterns too. I always go back to what are previous words that either people have spoken over me or prophetic words. If you've been given prophetic words, I remember, you know, it's always God's, the principle is always remembering God's faithfulness, but also remember those character traits that God, like if you had people say, boy, I just really see this about you or this, or, and then that just helps me look for patterns of, again, confirming what I'm, I'm hearing. And I also will seek wise counsel to get confirmation. Like if I feel stuck, like, I'm not sure if this is me, if this is God, you know, I go back to, um, if it, John 10, 10, Jesus comes to give life in abundance and God is life, light, and love. So it's going to line up with those three characteristics. If it's stealing, killing, or destroying, that's the devil. Mm. That's the enemy. So that's, do you see what I'm saying? So yeah. there's right. there's ways that you test this out, but there's times where, you know, Dr. Kathy, you and I have, have had conversations say, you know, I just want to help you. You know, can I get your insight? Can I get your wise counsel on this? Just so we know we're on the right track. So going to someone that is a spiritual mentor or someone that loves you, but also knows, knows self, the voice, voice of God and the word of God. I don't typically go to family and friends. No. I only have sure. one or two people that I go to that I know who are mature and have walked out. They're farther in their journey than I am, sure. so to speak. Right. And not and afraid key, to tell you, you know, if you're, you know, you need to go a different way or Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, Dr. Kathy, you and I have prayed for each other. And so <laughs> yes, we'll we pray have. in our prayer language because it says that we're to pray out mysteries and we're to intercede and things that we don't know, we're to call upon him. But we, we can do that in our prayer language for each other and get confirmation. So you and I have done that a lot throughout the years for each yes, other to help us walk in that straight path and um, not look to the light, you know, left or the right, but to hear his voice and say, this is the way, walk in it. But the key, the key component is following peace. So once you've done these things, always follow peace. You know, it says in Colossians 3.15 that let the peace of God rule your heart. And that word rule there means to umpire. It makes the decision. Hmm. And grace and peace go together. So if you aren't experiencing peace, you're not going to have the grace of God to do that. It's so true. And you're going to have, it's by grace, right? So it's our, it's grace is God's um, part. That's Jesus. Everything that he has done in his finished work and everything he accomplished on the cross and in his resurrection. And then our part is to respond to that by trusting and believing, which is faith and taking that next step. But wisdom and love go together. And so going back to if you want wisdom, you ask for it and follow love because God is love and love never fails. So the peace and then also too enjoy that journey because joy and peace also go together just as grace and peace do. Joy and peace go together. And so you need to have joy in the journey. And that is based on your relationship with the Lord, not on your circumstances. You know, I was at the most devastating time of my life. I was filled with joy because I had my eyes fixed on Jesus. And that going back to Joshua, Joshua had his eyes fixed on the promises of God and that God was with him and was not going to leave him or reject him or abandon him, that God was making a way. And that's what I always go back to. So I can have joy and peace knowing that 
God, you're leading me into this. And I always say, God's my GPS system. He's my God positioning system. So if, <laughs> <Love it. laughs> so if I make a wrong turn, I'm going to hear him say, oh, do this or do this. Now take this step. It's always an instruction. God will give you an instruction. He doesn't give you the plan. He gives you the step. So yes. what, what do you have peace about in taking the next step? But again, just like in Joshua, you're going to have to have courage. That doesn't mean you're not going to be afraid, but you're not going to doubt in your heart. You know, courage gives you the strength to move forward and to face those fears because you will have fear. Oh, yes. But, well, and then, you know, there's the motivation too, where when you know, you know, part of the courage is like, hey, I can't stay where I'm at. <laughs> right, you got to leave. I can't stay where I'm at. Right. So the, the, the Bible is about everybody, you know, if you want to move forward and do God's will, you have to move. You have to leave. Yeah. 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 I always say, you know, people say, well, God can do anything. And I said, yes, but zero times a million is still zero. If I don't do anything. Right. Right. Then <laughs> I don't give God anything to do right. with millions you know, degree to his supernatural to, he puts super on my natural. Amen. That's right. All right, my friends, I just want to give you my top three key takeaways from our conversation. First of all, embrace change and be flexible. We have to learn to adapt to new situations and see them as growth opportunities. Second, trust in God's guidance. Trusting his plan and following his lead can lead to blessings and transformation that are way beyond our wildest dreams. And third, navigating transitions takes time and maturity. Transitioning into a new phase of life requires patience and a willingness to learn and grow. It's a journey that can lead you to discovering new depths of faith and purpose. And as a thank you for being loyal listeners to this Created to Thrive podcast, I do have a free download for you that will go deeper into giving you insight and actionable steps to help you embrace change, trust God, and transition into that new season successfully. So go to lauriksnider.com forward slash resources to get that free download today. And if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, would you please do me a favor, leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, or share a screenshot of this podcast, the cover art, on social media, and tag me at Lori, L-O-R-I-K-A-Y-S-N-Y-D-E-R, Lori K. Snyder. That helps me know that these episodes are helping you. And like I said before, if you have a topic or question that you would like me to address in future podcast episodes, please email me at lori at lauriksnyder.com. I want to make sure that I have guests that are encouraging and topics that matter most to you. So I just want to thank you in advance for that. All right, my friends, until next time, remember that you were created by God to thrive in all aspects of life. God bless.